0: Welcome to Seeking Alpha's Wall Street Breakfast, your daily source of market news and analysis. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher. Good morning. Today is Thursday, March 17th, and I'm your host, Rena Sherbel. Our top stories today, Trouble with the Curve, CF Industries increasing fertilizer shipments, and Google by Startup. Leading today's news, Ukrainian authorities struggle to determine the fate of hundreds of civilians who had been sheltering in a theater smashed by a Russian airstrike in the besieged city of Mariupol. As officials said, Russian artillery Thursday destroyed more civilian buildings in another frontline city. Aid agencies continue to ramp up their efforts to bring much needed relief supplies to civilians affected by the fighting and also to over 3 million refugees who have fled the country since the conflict began. The Federal Reserve kicked off its tightening cycle with an expected quarter point hike, and the stock and bond markets had different reactions. The FOMC hiked rates by a quarter point. That was expected, but the summary of economic projections took what many saw as a hawkish tilt, with the median forecast for rates to end 2022 at 1.9%, up from 0.9% in December. And the majority of Fed officials are looking for seven hikes this year. Officials see rates at 2.8% at the end of 2023, up from 1.6% at the previous Fed meeting. Stocks sold off right after the release of the statement and dot plot, with the S&P 500 dipping into negative territory. They quickly, though, resumed rally mode, as Fed Chairman Jay Powell spoke, seemingly taking to heart the downplaying of the possibility of recession. Standard chartered strategist Steve Englander wrote, Asset markets treated the FOMC statement and projections as unambiguously hawkish on release, but reacted more positively as the press conference progressed. Powell's mentioned that the balance sheet drawdown may be worth an extra hike, and a comment on the easing of goods price inflation, however small, may have calmed market fears a bit. We think the Fed is probably pleased with this reaction, he said. Equity markets closed higher, suggesting that investors saw the Fed's stance as threading the needle between tolerating inflation and threatening a major downturn. The S&P 500 is now up 4.4% in the past two sessions. LPL financial strategist Ryan Detrick said, don't ignore blasts of strength like this. Here are some other recent times stocks gained this much. March and April 2009, August 2011, October and November 2011, December 2014, August 2015, December 2018, March and April 2020. And those weren't times to be overly bearish going forward, he tweeted. Notably, stocks are coming off a correction in the broader market and a bear market among growth names. But this does look like a vote of confidence from the equity market that after admitting it is behind the curve, the Fed won't overreact and slam the brakes too hard. While Powell definitely came out with a hawkish message, the U.S. economy looks less vulnerable to shocks and a possible recession than other global economies, so said Goldman Sachs economist Stefan Ball on Bloomberg. The Treasury market doesn't look too convinced that a soft landing is in the cards. Bonds followed a similar path as stocks yesterday afternoon, with prices plunging and yields spiking on the release of the statement, especially on the short end, then changing direction as Powell spoke. At the end of the press conference, the two-year yield was up five basis points while the 10-year yield was lower. In other market news, shares in Hong Kong and mainland China continued their rebound Thursday after a big rally in the previous session on government assurances to stabilize the market. The Hang Seng Index was up over 7% and closed sharply higher, and gains in the Shanghai composite were a bit more modest. And property shares are still on the rise after China said it wouldn't expand its property tax trial this year. The Hang Seng Properties Index rose 9.5%. In stock news, Alphabet's Google unit has agreed to a deal to buy Raxium, a startup that develops light-emitting diodes for augmented and mixed reality devices, according to the information. The news outlet, which first reported on the pending deal, noted that the acquisition could be a sign that Google wants to own more components of devices it builds. The purchase price of the deal was not reported, and Google did not immediately respond to a request for comment from Seeking Alpha. Alphabet shares rose nearly 2% to over $2,640 in late-day trading on Wednesday. Two of Google's largest competitors, Apple and Meta Platforms, are reportedly developing or developing their own augmented reality headsets. Earlier this year, it was reported that Apple was already working on a second generation version of its AR headset, which could be released in 2024. CF Industries is increasing fertilizer shipments to both US coasts from its nitrogen complex in Louisiana to help offset a decline in exports from Russia after it invaded Ukraine. So said CEO Tony Will to Reuters. Will said CF Industries leased several vessels to transport more fertilizer, mostly liquid nitrogen from the world's largest nitrogen complex. CF has five US nitrogen manufacturing complexes and plants in Canada and the UK, but Will said the company's ability to increase production is limited because it tries to operate plants at their maximum rate all year. CF Industries shares have shed nearly 10% since March 10th, as fertilizer stocks have paired strong gains made earlier, as fertilizer prices have surged to record highs. Yum China Holdings has increased share repurchase authorization by a billion dollars to an aggregate of 2.4 billion. Total remaining authorization is approximately 1.4 billion after the company has repurchased approximately 24 million shares of common stock for 971 million from 2017 to March 16, 2022, which includes about 4 million shares repurchased for 188 million quarter to date 2022. JB Hunt transport soared over 9.5% to a record high in Wednesday's trading after unveiling an agreement with Berkshire Hathaway's BNSF Railway to substantially improve intermodal capacity to keep pace with demand. JB Hunt says it plans to increase its intermodal fleet to as many as 150,000 containers in the next three to five years, 40% plus above its count at the end of 2021. BNSF says it will increase capability at multiple intermodal facilities and bolster its railcar equipment to accommodate the anticipated increase in container capacity. Globally, governments are passing massive spending bills for defense. How should you position your portfolio for these huge national spending shifts? Growth Investor Pro, a Seeking Alpha marketplace, is an investing community focused on finding the stocks that are best suited to outperform the S&P 500 over the next six to 18 months. This is combining prograde fundamental and technical analysis to highlight key entry and exit points. You can join Growth Investor Pro on Seeking Alpha with a 25% first year discount. As of 6.20 a.m. today, global stock markets are mixed after the Fed's rate hike. The Dow is down 0.1%, S&P down 0.2%, and NASDAQ, to finish things off, down 0.3%. Crude is up nearly 4% to $98.62, gold is up nearly 2%, and Bitcoin is up 0.9% to $40,900. The 10-year Treasury yield is down 6.4 basis points to 2.126%. On today's economic calendar, look for initial jobless claims report at 8.30 a.m., as well as the Philly Fed Business Outlook at 8.30 a.m., and the Housing Starts and Permits report also at 8.30 a.m. Eastern. That concludes today's Wall Street Breakfast. Thank you for listening. For the best investment analysis and news on the web, go to SeekingAlpha.com. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher. You can sign up for our other podcasts the Cannabis Investing Podcast and Marketplace Roundtable Podcast on those platforms as well. Have a wonderful day.